I'm Andy Otto, it's the 7th of September, and this is Thought Press. When you go on eBay to look for Hollywood memorabilia, you often wonder where the autographed photos and merchandise come from. Is it the seller's luck, or is it an autograph convention? There are plenty in major cities around the United States, and it's a great way to meet your favorite celebrities, including some of the classics. We'll take you to one. Spirit, one of the Mars probes, has brought back new pictures and data that gives more insight into the history of the Red Planet. Also, donations pour in from people and companies for the hurricane relief efforts. Google Earth has posted new satellite images over the hard-hit areas. We'll explain that and let you see some of the before and after pictures. Finally, a special report on the famous New Orleans we all used to know. The music, the jazz, Mardi Gras, Bourbon Street. Will it ever be the same again? I'm Andy Otto. These stories are next on Thought Press. I'm Andy Otto. Welcome to this Thought Press where it's news plus more and where you may find something you never knew you care about. Thanks for listening. Your feedback is important and you can let us know what you think anytime by emailing us at thoughtpress at gmail.com. You can call our listener line at 206-33-THINK. That's 206-338-4465. For those who are listening through iTunes or an iPod, you're listening to an enhanced podcast. That means this podcast is divided into segments or sections. You can skip ahead to the next story on your iPod anytime by hitting next, or in iTunes you'll find a much better experience. As the podcast plays, relevant images and links will appear in the album art box at the bottom left of your player window. You may also skip sections via a new bookmark pull-down with selections for each section of this podcast. No need to just listen anymore. You can watch and interact with ThoughtPress. Tell us how you like this or if you have any difficulty. Our information again at the end of the show. In January of last year, NASA's Mars rover landed on the planet, and 590 days later, it's reached the top of a hill, one with a beautiful view, and the probe has returned new pictures, not just of the view, but valuable scientific data. During the 106-meter climb, Spirit found mineral deposits suggesting that water once flowed on the red planet. The rover is sending back images of layered outcrops to the south of a crater, which scientists now believe are the remnants of water flowing out of the crater. Steve Squires is a principal investigator for the Mars mission. He says that in Mars's past, meteorite impacts were frequent and violent, and that at that time, when water was present, it would flow through the rocks and change their chemistry. It's a fascinating look into Mars's history. The rover will continue to analyze mineral and Martian soil samples from Husband Hill, named after the space shuttle Columbia's commander, Rick Husband. For more images of Mars, click the link right now in the bottom left of iTunes, or head to thoughtpress.blogspot.com. If you've ever been to an autograph convention, you know it's a great opportunity to meet stars and add to the celebrity memorabilia business. There was one such convention recently in Los Angeles at a hotel owned by actress Beverly Garland. I did the Joker's Wild with uh, Frank Sinatra. I did a wonderful series. First big series I did was called Decoy, the story of a New York policewoman that we filmed in New York City. Then I did My Three Sons. Then I did Scarecrow and Mrs. King. And then I did The Adventures of Superman. And uh, I go on and on and on. Do you think I can remember everything? I'm an old lady. 
One recognizable actress at the convention was Margaret O'Brien, who began acting in the 1940s when she was four years old. I did a lot of movies. Um, Mimi in St. Louis was the most famous with Judy Garland. Little Women with Elizabeth Taylor and June Allison, Janet Lee, Jane Eyre with Orson Welles, and many, many more. So a lot of, lot of movies. She then worked with Clint Eastwood in Rawhide, the series, and appeared in Alfred Hitchcock's series. And worked with Lassie, who was at this autograph show. Then there's Bob May, who played the robot on Lost in Space. Lost in Space, I was the actor who played the part, yes. Well, I did the entire series, uh, the whole theory, which is 83 episodes, three years. Convention attendees were thrilled to meet him. How about Marla Gibbs, who was in the 1970s TV series The Jeffersons? She's there to promote her new CD and to meet old friends. Rena Owen, who was in two Star Wars movies, was there with her story. Oh, God, I've been in this industry 20 years, so I did years of theater and then eventually television, Gideon's Crossing, Angel. I had a reoccurring role in Angel, Dinza, the goddess of all lost creatures. Whatever comes my way, honey. Mickey Sennard is the organizer of the event and says that many actors just come to have fun. And a lot of stars, people like like Jonathan Winters who was here earlier and others, they don't have to come here to make a living, but they like doing it. You know, it's a lot of fun. They come here to meet the crowd. And what about the fans? Steve Christensen was able to meet some of his favorite stars, including Planet of the Apes star Ron Harper. It was a real treat because he was one of the uh, not only people that I'd watch every Saturday morning in the Planet of the Apes series, but I actually had an action, a 12-inch action figure of this actor and uh, I think he got as much of a charge out of that as, as we did meeting him. He bought a $20 autographed picture. To find out what autograph conventions are going on around the United States, head to our website, thoughtpress.blogspot.com, or if you're listening in iTunes, click the link in the bottom left of the window right now. As hurricane relief continues, Disney pours in $2.5 million for Katrina victims. The money is going directly to the Red Cross, and its focus is on children's charities and volunteer centers where services are provided to hurricane victims. Meanwhile, Google Earth has released new image overlays of New Orleans and hurricane-affected areas. They're quite amazing pictures, and once you download the overlays, you will be able to transition between the before and after pictures. To get Google Earth, go to earth.google.com, or if you don't have it, you may look at some startling before and after pictures thanks to the Voice of America. If you're listening to iTunes, you may click the link in the bottom right, or head to thoughtpress.blogspot.com for more links to see these amazing satellite images. Your feedback is important to us. We want to know what your thoughts are on these pictures and the hurricane. Call or email, and your comments will be mentioned on the next Thought Press.
We end today with a report from Ted Landfair about the New Orleans we used to know and whether it will ever be the same again. New Orleans, as people in the historic city of wrought iron balconies, extemporaneous jazz music, and delectable cuisine prefer to call New Orleans, always exuded joie de vivre, the joy of life, seasoned with a dash of languid manana. The Big Easy, as Louisiana's largest city has long been known, would deal with troubles tomorrow. Today, let the good times roll. A gracious, exuberant melange of cultures, including French and Spanish and Old South White, African and Caribbean Black, and aristocratic Creole, Nolans threw more parades than there are days in a year, and in columned mansions uptown, termite-infested cottages around town, and on the streets during spring carnival season, it knew how to party. Nolan's tourist drink was the hurricane. In the plentiful bars of the French Quarter, the city's oldest neighborhood, people would laugh and raise a souvenir glass of this potent rum and fruit juice drink in a mocking toast to the real hurricanes that always seemed to blow just past. As for doomsday scenarios of killer storm surges from the river that snakes around them, the warm Gulf of Mexico to the south, or looming Lake Pontchartrain to the north, New Orleanians would scoff that they hadn't happened before and weren't likely to start now. Then, in a nightmare, came Katrina, already an epic hurricane before two levees gave way, sending in the deluge. A million people had fled and were kept away. Tens of thousands more stayed, survived, and became refugees as news crews and rescuers and money poured in. Hundreds of others stayed and died. Many who cherish Nolans say it will rise again, vibrant, but it's doubtful anyone who waded through its sodden and somber streets in Katrina's wake will ever again raise a toast to a coming storm. I'm Ted Lanfair. I'm Andy Otto, and you've just been listening to Thought Press. You may follow up with links or stories mentioned on this program through our website, thoughtpress.blogspot.com. If you have suggestions or comments or would like to be heard on Thought Press, call us at 206-33-THINK or email thoughtpress at gmail.com. Our number again is 206-338-4465. Our audio is hosted by archive.org and select content is provided by Voice of America. Don't forget to visit our website, thoughtpress.blogspot.com. Thanks.